Prime time. We go here on air. Prime time on Beats Extra. Introducing our host, Imaginate. What's up, guys? It's Imaginate here, and welcome to episode four of Primetime on Beats Extra. Last week, we sat down and spoke with Lay Youth, and if you didn't catch that, feel free to do so on our website at beatsextra.com. So this week, we are joined by the legendary Thomas Gold, the German house producer that's been banging in the clubs for 11 years straight. We had to show our big fans of his work and are even more excited to sit down with him and talk music. So you may know of him from his anthems like Magic... Saints and Sinners. And finally, his brand new track, Better Version of Myself. Don't go anywhere as we have an exclusive interview and 7-Eleven mix coming right up. But first, let's hold over to our new segment for a quick headline update. Primetime News. All right, so let's get some things going with these huge festival lineups. So Coachella has came out with their insane lineup, and it features artists like Radiohead, Beyonce, and Kendrick Lamar. And if I could just backpedal on that, Beyonce is going to be the second woman to headline Coachella in over a decade, which is absolutely incredible. So that's going to be a great time. We also have an article on our website giving you the nine house artists to look out for at Coachella, including people like the Martinez Brothers, Local Dice and Sasha. So once again, if you love house and you're going to Coachella, check out the website. And to add to some festival news, Cross Fates 2 lineup for Spring 17 just came out and mad am I excited about this one. We got people like Claude Van Stroke, Mija, Point Point, Cassie, Heidi, Moon Boots, and it just doesn't get any better than that. And I mean, if that list doesn't convince you, then I don't know what will. It's going to be in March at the 4 and 5 Waterfront Park in San Diego. Check it out. CrossFest. That's C-R-S-S-D-F-E-S-T dot com. Now, finishing off the news segment, just as we did last week with our trending track of the week, let's give it up for Big Ones Tell You That VIP. going to be it for this week's news segment if you want to check out the write-up head over to the website beatsextra.com now let's continue with some house music as we get ready for thomas gold's number three track this is acid house by regilio number three
What's going on, guys? It's Imaginate here, and we're sitting with Thomas Gold. You just heard his number three track, which was Regilio's Acid House. You're listening to Primetime on Beats Extra. Thomas Gold, how are you doing, bud? Hey, man, what's up? I'm good. I'm really good. It's good. It's glad to have you here, man. So could you tell us a bit about uh, Regilio's Acid House? Like, why was that your number three? Yeah, I, I think it's... It, the thing what I really like about the track is that he he went back a little bit into the the, the three or three inspired baseline stuff and but he put it into like a 2017 fashion and it's a it's a very nice production it sounds warm and fat and smooth and it's it's driving and punchy so um, yeah I just uh, I love listening to it and it's 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 a very um, uh, fresh track a fresh um, approach to that old 303 yeah. baseline uh, theme. <laughs> I'm definitely glad to hear like something like that coming back because I mean there's nothing like that that sound. I'm a, I was a huge uh old school dubstep fan and I heard like people coming back with that old dubstep sound and it's just so nice to hear when with like really clean production of 2017. So that's yeah. dope that uh Regilio's doing that. Shout out to Regilio. So Thomas Gold, could you just tell us a bit about like how you got started in making music? Yeah, I, I think I got started when I was seven years old and I started to play keyboards. I got my lessons and um, after a couple of years, I after like playing jazz music and, and, and classic tracks and the, the, mm-hmm. the normal pop stuff on, on the organ, on the keyboard, I, yeah. I just fell in love with house music and I, I, I became a big fan of that. And I, of course, I wanted to produce something like that. So <laughs> I... Um, um, got my first um, drum machine and a little synthesi- uh, synthesizer and a computer, so like the basic setup for producers. Right. And then I, st- I tried to start um, like my own productions and 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 work my way until um, um, or to to reach that kind of sound what was pl- being played at the clubs at that time. And from that point on, I, yeah, I constantly um, um, try to develop my skills. I listen a lot to, to all kinds of music, and at the same time, I was DJing um, yeah. and, and at local clubs first and then I started traveling and yeah that's how it actually started and I'm, I'm just like still on my way developing my my right. style my, my skills and everything well was there someone who who heavily influenced you to do house music or like was there like any big influences at the time because you said you were trying to do stuff that was you know playing in the club was there any major artists out that were influencing you to do to do yeah house? I, I, I remember when when I started listening or exploring or discovering house music, um, there were tracks like Farley, Jake, Master Funk and all the Chicago house sound, you know, and and this kind of stuff. And then I I ran into names like, um, ran into names like um, Eric Murillo, um, Roger Sanchez. That was my, Mm. these guys were my first contact with with house music. And 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 when I really tried to um, dig into it and and I followed them and and what, what, what would they do? What kind of productions would they do? And, labels like subliminal for example that was my that's when everything started for me gotcha what was was there any like big fans uh big artists now that have been like your biggest supporters like has that has any of them like switched over and just said you know thomas gold is the man uh i play his tracks all the time you know 
I mean, at that time, I did a remix, or a, a, a few years later, I did a remix for Eric Murillo, for example, and he told me when I, I went to Pasha at Ibiza, and when he had his night on, on the, he played the Wednesday nights, and I, 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 I could, I get, I got a chance to say hello to him, and he, he said, like, man, thanks for doing the remix, and he played it at, at Pasha, and that was like a, uh, such a great <laughs> thing to me, to see him playing my track, and then, then also with Sorcha Sanchez, I also had the chance um, to, to meet and greet him for for a little shake hands also at Pasha Ibiza and uh, they were the first ones and afterwards I got a lot of um, support from Swedish House Mafia when I did my remix for Adele for example for uh, Set Fire the Rain and they also played um, my Lady Gaga remix so that was when I got into touch with all these guys and when I started playing bigger bigger stages and um, at that time I got I really got a lot of like support from from, from a lot of guys and Chester as well and um, yeah that was how it started for me with the traveling with playing festivals and stuff right so that pretty much kick-started everything for you there yeah all right cool so let's not miss a beat here and get right into it what is your number two track and why my number two is um a track called switch from don diablo and i think he did a great job with that he just also took some elements from the old school house and, and, and transferred them into the new era into 2017 and, and it has this kind of like super groovy vibe and it's it's warm and, and I like the sounds and I like also how, the, how he produced the drop and the whole build up and the whole structure of the song reminds me a lot of these old school tracks and and um, it's um, it, and it's I just like the melody and how he did it. It's it's super smooth, but it's still very energetic. So that's my number two. All right, let's get into it. Switch by Don Diablo. Number Switch. 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 Switch.
What's going on, guys? It's Imaginate here. We just came back from Thomas Gold's number two track, which was Switched by Don Diablo. Thomas Gold, how are you doing, man? I'm fine, man. Great. Cool, cool. And we're just reminding you guys to stick around because we have an exclusive 7-Eleven mix coming from Thomas Gold. And this is prime time on Beats Extra. So, Thomas Gold, could you tell us, like, what is something you would say you're trying to achieve with your music first of all i think i, I want to create emotions with my music because that's mm. what what i think music is all about like emotional stuff i'm creating emotions even if, it, if it's if it's in a if it's a sad mood you're in or vibe or if it's a happy mood and and when you see people um partying to the music you play in the clubs or jumping around to the music you play at the festival stage but right. but also on the other hand if you if you're at home listening to music and and you you want to get into the special mood or you watch a movie and there's music putting you into that mood so for me the first thing is um or the first question is what kind of emotion do I want to create with my music mm. is, it, is it like happy or not happy and at least I want to create something and then it's just like um yeah entertaining you know like um you, you should have <laughs> yeah. fun listening to a track you should should enjoy it and 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 um that's the basic concept of music and for myself when I sit down and produce my tracks yeah. um, I really think about these things and then then I'm j I just go and go with the flow with my personal emotions what where they wherever they lead me while I'm producing a track and where do you find that that balance between making music that you just you just want to have you know gotta have fun to and then there's making music specifically for this kind of emotion or this kind of emotion like how do you find that that balance that perfect balance of uh, yeah I mean normally when, when what I used to do in, in, the, in the last couple of years I, I did a lot of like club tracks where the, the main goal is to make people like uh, dance and jump around and have fun mm -hmm. so you wouldn't do a actually maybe basically not do a sad track or like a, a melancholic track for for the club but right. um, now as I'm as I'm working on my album and I started kind of a year ago on that I was I was thinking about what track is gonna put you in that mood or where do I want to go with that track and there's certainly a bunch of tracks on the album which are very like melancholic and, and mellow and, and sad and mm -hmm. I did that on purpose so when I for ex I always started with vocals for for the album and and every vocal puts you or at least gives me an idea of, of the, how the mood of the track could be so gotcha. then I try to um, balance the, the, the instruments or put their instruments around that vocal to uh -huh. to make the whole emotion come out as, as much as possible and, and and so and for the album I have a balance between sad and melancholic and happy and maybe just like functional tracks mm -hmm. but um, if, you, if you do club stuff 
mostly it has to work and function because the beat is the most important thing and then you have to put that emotion maybe into the break but breakdown and you go for right. the drop which makes you dance and stuff so um i mean every track has to has have its own balance between um energetic parts and non-energetic parts and also it has to have a, a the balance between the, the 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 emotions but it's it's not like that i have a recipe for that it's more i don't think too much about it you know it just happens right i got you so on the on this album that you're working on what is is everything primarily start with vocals like what's the what's the next step producing after you got the vocals down is because if you're trying to uh pull out a certain emotion uh, emotion and you hear the emotion already from the vocal like what's the next step do you immediately go well okay i got the chords let me throw down the chord progression or the drums got to be here like what's your what's your process on that yeah i mean just just to make that clear um, sometimes I, i i don't for the production i don't really start with the vocal i start with the chords for example saints and sinners gotcha. i started with a chord progression and I, and i i played that to the singer and then he he tried to find some some uh, melodic phrases for the chords mm -hmm. and then we wrote the song together so we developed it but we had that basic vibe given with the chords in the beginning which was energetic and uplifting but for example example there's a track on the album uh, which is called um headlights and i started with also with chords but very very mellow and sad chords it's, it's a very like mm -hmm. a, a minor chord progression mm -hmm. and i played that to the singer and she was um she she just it took her like an hour to like get into that mood and, and, and you're like to right to that's what she told me she said like okay give me an hour i will just hang and, and <laughs> listen to that chord progression all the time and then yeah. i start writing and she did a great job on that and and we went totally in a, in, a, in a totally different direction for that track and and it's 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 um it really um this is how how i would start the tracks when we had the writing sessions But um, then when I have the vocal, which is mm -hmm. normally the main part of the track, I try to focus um, on, on, on the vocal and then the vocal lets, um, lets me, or I make the vocal drive my inspiration, you know? Gotcha. Uh, it's, it's, again, it's hard to describe. It's just like I'm, I, no, I, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> sit down and think too much about it. Normally, I just right, start right. playing around with ideas and, and beats and keys. And, and it, if I find... It all just happens, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then when you find something which you like, you, you go with that. And, and sometimes you, you, yeah, you get back to, to another point or you say, okay, I need a different right. approach because I don't like that. So that's how it normally happens. Well, what about what about your new song, Better Versions of Myself? What's the thoughts behind the production there? Yeah, I I remember when I got I got that vo that vocal as a demo, and um, I was like, wow, I love it. I just uh, I think this is something great, and and um, I wanted to try something different on that. So what I did, I pitched up the vocal a little bit, I sped it up a little bit because the original vocal is slower. It's at a slower tempo. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to create some some future bass vibe, which is normally always a little bit jazzy and with these like <laughs> yeah, chord definitely. progressions, you know? And, and, yeah. and, and also it's, It has emotion, but it's not a sad song. It's more like like an uplifting thing with the tempo and the build ups and the stuff. And right. I wanted to go um, a little bit of a different way with that. So the drop is has a, has kind of a breakbeat, and it's it's a it's a chopped up vocal of the of the of the of the chorus section, and then it goes back into a very stripped down um, uh, verse section. So actually, the 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 production is 
is quite simple. There's not a lot of instruments playing, but mm. I tried. I really tried to focus on details there. And and there's, for example, if you listen to the uh, to the track, there's a lot of drum fills in there, and right. they, they are like are like um, sometimes super fast with a lot of single sounds put together. And I spent actually a lot of time on on putting together these little drum fills and. And, but I think they create a special vibe as well because it, the track goes from slow when she starts with the guitar and the, and the, and the roads playing, and then it goes mm -hmm. into the, 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 the fast build-up and then it, it breaks up the rhythm in the drop. And um, yeah, but this, still the, the vocal is going, it's leading throughout the whole track. It's, there's always some vocal there, you know? And um, right. the, the, the vocal carries the whole track. And that was the, the basic idea. And then just go with some, some fresh approach with the sounds. Sick. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I can now after hearing you say that, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wow. All right. Well, so that was a, an amazing insight to Thomas's Gold's uh, production. So let's get into the, the moment everybody's been waiting for. What is your number one track and why? <laughs> yeah, my number one track is from Hermitude and it's called The Buzz. And it's a future based uh, track. And I just. I love this kind of music. I totally, I said that, I totally fell in love with this, with the whole genre. And um, I mean, the track is not, it's, it's, it's a little bit older already, and but I still love listening to it. And, and it, it kind of inspires me and mm -hmm. all these tracks. So this track stands for the whole genre. I, I had to put something on number one and I, there's like 10 tracks like that, which I, I love to listen to. Yeah. But that's my actual number one, Hermitude, The Buzz. All right, let's get into it. You heard the man Hermitude, The Buzz. <laughs> Just me, trust me, something in the past just a 
What's up, guys? It's Imaginate here. You're listening to Primetime on Beats Extra, and you just heard Thomas Gold's number one track, which was Hermitude's The Bus. So please stick around. After this segment, we have an exclusive 7-Eleven mix coming from the man himself, Thomas Gold. How are you doing, man? You still doing good? Yeah, I'm fantastic. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Again, we're glad to have you here. It's an amazing time so far. So uh, let's get into a little bit of uh, behind-the-scenes content and just like a look into your life, you know, f- behind the show and stuff like that. So, okay. So what is what is the one thing you have to have at a show? Like, what is what is your writer look like? What does Thomas Gold's writer look like? <laughs> um, I always have a couple of beers on my writer. Um, <laughs> I have some Red Bull and Coke Zero on there. A lot of water. I actually drink a lot of water when I play, just so nice. not not dehydrate and then yeah vodka (laughs) gin the usual stuff a little bit of champagne but i sometimes (laughs) i i I feel like i want to have a glass of champagne and sometimes just i want to go with the vodka or stick to stick with the beer so it it really depends on the on the time and how much um sleep i had before you know how how tired i am then the red bull comes into action (laughs) you know it depends so is it specific is the is the vodka or the champagne specific to the area you're into i mean because like if you're in a visa you know is it is it just going to be straight up vodka like what's what's the deal no no i have a lot of ice and i i i drink it with you Cranberry or soda, whatever. <laughs> and then I mix it up. I mean, it, it really depends. Sometimes I don't drink at all. Uh, it really depends. For example, when I have an early morning flight or I have to go to another show, um, yeah. I I don't drink. And you know, I just um, um it really depends on the situation. That's what always throws me, man. Because a lot of people, you know, like a lot of people will or drink heavily before, and like they'll have an amazing set. And I'm always like, how do you, how do you manage to do that when? You're drinking so much. That's crazy. It's just like, I guess it's just like repetition, you know. You do it so many times, it's like they're pro at it. But yeah, but still, you, sh- you should still be in control of yourself. So that's that's my that's what I think. That's that's my right. my way of doing it, you know. Right. Wise words from Thomas Gold, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So are there any artists you're on the lookout for? Like anyone who you think are promising and any gems on the way? Like who who are you looking out for? Yeah, I mean, for example, one of, one of the guys I really, I really um, think has a has a, a bright future um, in front of him or self or whatever is um, Njemi from Italy. He did a remix for my track Magic, and I I I, I actually wanted to do him the remix because I heard a, a bunch of his, his productions, and I said like, wow, this guy is amazing. He he's young and he's he has a fresh sound, and it's it's very energetic and uplifting. Mm-hmm. And um, then he did that remix for 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 Magic, and I was I was super happy, and um, I think. He could be one of the next big guys because he's really quick in production. He's really fast, and everything sounds super, super good and high quality. And he's very versatile with the sound. So I would, I think he's one one of the guys to watch. But still, there's so many other names. I can't even remember all the names because they're popping up here and there. And then you see yeah. tracks coming up, which you say, "Wow, who did that?" And then you, you read the name, <laughs> and okay, never heard of him or her or right. them. But I think at the moment, especially last year and of course this year, um, a, a whole new wave of producers has come on, onto the scene with good, good amount of good music. And yeah, um, I mean, I it's agree. good for all of us. Oh yeah, I totally agree with that. It's just been like an uprise of amazing producers <laughs> just coming out of nowhere, which is awesome. Yeah. I love hearing new music like all the time. So yeah, it's... that's fantastic. So you release songs on. 
I mean, huge labels like Spinning, Armada, and Revealed. What would you say is the best tip you can give to any young and upcoming producers in order to release with someone like Armada or Spinning? Yeah, I, I, I think, or I know that it's, it's not easy to um, have a label pick your track up because the labels are being like um, sent so many tracks and songs and demos. And what, what they tell me at Armada office or at other labels, they, they're like, they get so much stuff to, to listen to. Sometimes they don't even have the time to go through all the tracks. Mm. And um, I would, I would tell everybody like, <laughs> be patient. Try, try as often as possible to to send your stuff out even if you did a, don't get a response in the first time uh, try it again and try mm -hmm. other labels of course the label has kind of to kind of fit to your style right. and um, for example if you send demos to a record label don't send five or six tracks or, <laughs> or or even more than that and just pick maybe max i would say maximum two tracks and one of them has to be the track it doesn't make sense if you send five tracks which are like um, average You'd mm. rather say, send one track which is convincing and which makes them like, wow, what is this? I want to listen more than that. After like 15 seconds, 30 seconds, they have to be, you have to keep their interest. Because some, myself, I get, sometimes I get demos from, from producers and they send me six to eight tracks and I just don't have the time to listen for it and yeah. because there's so much other stuff. So you have to focus on one or two good shots and then you have a good chance to be listened to. And even if, If you don't get an answer or reply or you have to wait a long time, it doesn't mean that your track is bad or, or it's, it's not good enough. It's just like there's so much, so many people out there sending demos and yeah. you have to have, uh, you have to be patient and, and just to try again and again and, and, and work even harder every day. And even, um, and, and even if, if you send out three tracks and you don't get any good answers, keep it, keep doing it. Maybe the sixth or the seventh track is the one you know right so um it, it's can be it can be a long a long journey but sometimes mm -hmm. it, it really pays off at the end when you when you have that long you know like like the patient yeah those are some very inspiring words from thomas gold and uh, a really good insight to how things work uh we just want to give you a moment here to have any last shout outs in where we can find you on social media Yeah, you can definitely find me on Facebook, of course, DJ Thomas Gold, or you uh, can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram stories. And uh, yeah, you can listen to me, to my stuff on Spotify, iTunes. And of course, I have my weekly radio show Fanfare on SiriusXM and on iTunes. Exclusive. Exclusive 
And that's it, everyone. There you have it. Thomas Gold. Hope you guys enjoyed the interview. This was the fourth installment of Primetime on Beats Extra. Hope you had a good time. And once again, if you like the show and want to catch us next week, then please stay up to date on our socials and subscribe to the podcast in the iTunes store. And check out the write-up on BeatsExtra.com. I've been your host, Imaginate, hoping to see you next time. Peace.